Hello, welcome to the Business of Property podcast. I'm Stuart. I'm Simon. And I'm Emma. We're all property people running our own businesses, and this podcast is just us chatting, as we often do, about anything and everything property. And this week, we welcome back Emma to the show. Welcome, Emma. Thank you for having me. Thanks for joining us again. And the last time you joined us, um, well, you've joined us a couple of times in March and April. The world's changed a lot in the last uh, month and a half or so. So we thought it'd just be a, a really good time just to catch up with you, really, just to see what's happened as the as the market, the property market has, in inverted commas, opened again recently, just to see, you know, what's happening and, yeah, more directly in your world, given that you're right in the coalface there with the property market. So, uh, yeah, so how are things? Um, well, yes, yeah, so things are, are reopened. Things are, are moving again. Um it all happened pretty fast. I think it was last week, last Tuesday night, we suddenly heard that the property market would open again, kind of Wednesday morning. So it was a bit of a, a rush to hear the guidelines and get things together and decide how exactly things would move forward. Mm. Um, it happened actually faster than I, I expected it to. I thought we would have a couple more weeks. Um, but it's just a case of pulling things together to to, to get going. So there's various guidelines um, from the government about how 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 we can continue or set back up working around social distancing, um, around entering other people's homes, around taking people around other people's homes. Because obviously you could be having many viewings, seeing many, meeting many strangers, going through a number of houses, and we've got to be um, as safe and reduce risks as much as possible. Um, so yes, last week was pretty busy trying to pull together all the advice, um, contacting our clients, um, and just trying to get get things get things ready to be up and running and that's uh, from memory one of the things that you don't have to concern yourself you you don't have a bricks and mortar uh, element of, to worry about do you no no exactly so actually that's made life a lot easier um a lot of agents with offices have had to get um organized with screens and how within that environment they can they can work both with each other you know other colleagues but also having public coming in um, and certainly quite a few agents at the moment are sort of operating behind literally a locked door. So they have a reduced number of staff in the office and it's um, everything is by appointment only. Um, and so it's, yeah, that's how they're managing those challenges. Yeah, I imagine a lot of businesses are wishing they were in your situation or, or, or are trying to work towards that with, without the, the, the retail front end, if, if you like. Yeah, I think you're right. And I think, I think a lot of people have um, had found you know found that they're able to work from home um and actually the office isn't quite as vital as as they'd they thought and also set up systems over the last few months of communicating um virtually but equally you know they want to get back into their offices um um, but i'm quite glad not to have had that added yeah added job (laughs) Yeah, it's funny. I've received a few emails this week. I don't know if you have, Simon. I've got uh, from a few estate agents saying we're now open. Don't know if that's the, the case for you, Simon. You had that uh, only one, but yes, I have. Yeah. So the the, the other thing I was going to uh, just talk about, Emma. I don't know. Had you already, because based on your business model, had you already set up a number of virtual viewings, i.e., done a number of recordings already for properties? Um, we had done a few. We'd, it's the sort of thing we were we were working on. We had done them quite informally. Quite, uh, so as opposed to showing every aspect of the house and the rooms, um, I'd done a couple where I was walking around the house, talking, 
just sort of introducing the property as a, as a general kind of just giving the vibe and the 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 style um and just chatting a little bit about the location etc so that 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 was a very popular thing to do but it probably it probably didn't in some way show the a lot of the actual house um but we we've started now doing virtual viewings um for all properties and the recommendations are that anybody who wants to physically view a property should have seen the virtual viewing first and if they move on to a physical viewing they do that if they're in a position to progress with a sale if they chose to buy so it's sort of it's cutting down the the physical viewings as much as possible the virtual viewings you did before were they one-to-one virtual viewings or were they recordings that you then um show to multiple people oh no they were recordings that we just then showed showed to people it's quite interesting that you you took the approach of walking around and actually talking people through it. The the ones that I've seen of the virtual viewing and the crop that's out there at the moment yeah. have all been well actually actually no I think there's been two flavors. So one has been static photos that have just been put to music. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, which which I don't really get much from I, i'm not convinced by those at all no no um, oh, adds much more than the photos <laughs> what music exactly. Simon? i'm intrigued what music were they playing to a viewing I, i'm afraid I couldn't, I couldn't name anything <laughs> um it, once i realized there was no one actually telling me anything about the property i just muted it so uh, I'm, I'm sorry i i wasn't uh, i wasn't there for the music <laughs> um in fact i wasn't i didn't stay there long for the photos either but <laughs> The the other style of, of virtual viewing, which I, I like a bit better, has been the sort of three hundred and sixty degree photos, where you can uh, jump from point to point within the property, and then oh, they're awesome, yeah. Move move around and, and look about. H- have you investigated those at all, Emma? I think you yes. need quite a lot of kit to do those, don't you? Yes. So no, our our photographer um, in the last couple of weeks has 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 got the kit um, and has got herself trained in that and has just done um, for us for one of our properties it, it, uh, a three hundred and sixty virtual tour and it looks great actually. It's really really good. So we're using a bit of a mixture of me going with my phone chatting. You see me. I walk around tell you bits and pieces um we've then got the option of the 360 and then i've just done another one where i go around with the camera i don't speak but i just do a walking tour and then there'll be music in the background and the music just depends on whatever system i use to upload the photo depending on what they have available um probably not my also oh, that there's pre-chosen estate agent background music available from, from these systems is there uh, well it's not specifically estate agent it's just there's just a range of summer vibe you know chilled evening whatever um uh, type music um so yeah so we've got all three sort of out there at the moment um in some ways the 360 is is sort of the sleekest because obviously you know you're not walking around with an iphone jiggling about a bit um but possibly less personal than if you're chatting, you can you give insights into the home, etc. Mm. that you might not otherwise get. So I think they all have a place. Um, and I think we will decide that based on the individual property. Or we might do both. You know, we might do a combination just to give people as much information as possible. Have you had any or, or done any uh, one-to-one viewings with the, uh, the, the, the vendors? to walking people around 
with what were the vendors doing sh- showing um no mm. no um that's not something we do generally we don't generally ask the vendors at all really to do any viewings themselves and i think in this climate that's not something we would you know unless the vendors wanted to um i think that you know it, it makes sense for the vendors to be out they leave all the doors etc open so nothing internally needs touching we go with masks and sanitizer etc and i wipe down any door handles that happen to be needed to be opened etc before i leave so we kind of leave everything as 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 clean as possible and the one question i guess coming from that from a obviously from a sales perspective is how's that now translating to interest in properties and and offers um i think it's depends who you speak to i mean i have to say the phone has not been ringing off the hook for us um it's there's been more activity than there was a couple of weeks ago because nobody could do anything then um and i think there are people i think there's been a definite um speed up in the market so everybody who was who had exchanged and was waited to complete or had a chain complete who are sort of sitting waiting to go a lot of that movement has obviously started again and people are able to move so there's been a real surge from that point of view um but i'm getting really some really quite mixed messages um houses we've had on the market people who had been under offer literally just before the lockdown and those offers have sort of fallen apart and people are saying just need to see how things pan out job wise income wise don't really want to be making any major decisions now we'll keep things as they are but we're in no rush suddenly you know nobody everybody now is sort of feels like they're sort of understandably putting the foot on the brake somewhat before making decisions um Mm. and certainly just sort of how it is at the moment um the houses we've had on the market most people were looking to upsize so they were looking to invest and with uncertainty they're they're obviously just wanting to be cautious yeah i think a lot of the properties that i've seen reappearing on the portals have been relistings so they're ones that have either fallen through during this this um lockdown period or they're ones that were removed right at the beginning of it and they're mm. now being put back on the market yeah uh, have you is that or does that match with what you're, yeah. you're seeing or yeah that certainly matches and i so, yeah, so just... there aren't that many new properties um or, or people suddenly <sighs> saying oh right I, I now want to sell my property where they weren't before no i think i think um I think people have, you know, if people have had it in their mind to move, um, they are now still, you know, there's still some people, but I've had phone calls from people saying, there's one house I want. If I can get in and love it, I might put my house on the market. So there's a lot less of that. I'm going to put it on the market, see what happens. I'll see what comes up um, and take it from there. So they're much more specific reasons for sale so actually he'll go and see that property decides it's not as good as it was on paper and then otherwise he'll stay put um so there's less testing the market there's less browsing that sort of thing and i think buyers certainly the messages i'm having from buyers is oh we're a bit reluctant because if property prices come down we don't want to be paying the price it was pre this and we want to wait and see what happens to the market because everyone wants a bargain and a good deal and everyone's nervous about buying something overpriced and it going and property prices coming down how have you seen 
prices actually looking at the moment not 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 a, a forecast into the future but but right now my my looking at the the data that i've seen seems very mixed i've seen some properties uh going for reductions presumably trying to to get quicker sales yeah but i've also seen uh other properties being increased and new properties that i've seen coming onto the market seem to be coming on at, at a level higher than i would have expected Am I am I imagining this? <laughs> no, I think I don't think from from what I'm seeing, pe- agents aren't valuing differently to how they were before. And I suppose that I suppose you can only go on properties that have sold at the price pre lockdown, um, as opposed to just take a leap into oh, well, we probably think their prices will come down. So I think. It, it, it's going to be a test over time to see mm. what the buyers are going to be doing. Well, it makes sense because I mean, all of the, you know, uh, you know, like right move and the, all of the, the other sort of key performance indicator companies that provide data have, have pretty much paused their data because they say they've got nothing to be able to share because essentially the market's been paused. So that, that kind yeah. of does make sense that, yeah. you know, where are you going to go back to? You'll go back to what it was pre pre COVID, mm. I guess. Yeah, then the sort of new market will show whether properties can achieve those prices or not. Mm. You know, they, we've got to kind of, I suppose, test at the point we left off at. And then if buyers are coming in, you know, the market will tell us in the end if um, if those property, if those prices can stand. Yeah, I guess the fear always from my perspective and as sort of like property people, you know, both buying and selling, it's always a double-edged sword because, you know, I'm... I'm probably about to put two properties on the market to sell. Yeah. And then equally I'll be looking well, I am looking for something to buy personally. So <laughs> you kind of like Yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't win. But the, the the thing that I guess scares me is that that point that you've made, which is where people wait to see what, what happens in the market. And then mm. of course the noise at the moment, a lot of the noise is saying, Well, we're we're either in a recession or about to go into a recession and therefore everybody steps back and says well okay well I won't go into the market then you know transactions decrease further and and that actually causes the very thing that most people want to avoid yes yeah because you have the headlines of we could hit the worst recession the country's ever seen and you think oh best not get involved in that you know yeah because you want to stay safe and be cautious um but as you say that just adds fuel doesn't it to the situation yeah, I mean, most people aren't going to want, you're not going to want to put your, your house on the market when everyone's saying that this this could be the bottom, you know, you're not going to want to sell it for the lowest no. you think it could ever be worth. No. And I don't feel the market's there, but what we don't know is if mm. the buyers are actually there. We just, mm. because once we've sort of exhausted the initial people who were buying, were close to buying before and whose position hasn't really changed, if that group sort of gets exhausted and then, we find that people are wanting to wait. But I think it's going to take, we, we just, it's just going to take some time because that may never happen. The buyers may continue to trickle through and certainly in this area around here, you know, we're close to London. There are lots of people still wanting to move out of London and that will just keep things, keep things ticking over. Yeah, I suspect there may even be more people wanting to move out of the yeah. city and towards the, the greener countryside. <laughs> well, exactly. So there's going to be, a whole sort of raft of people who 
who are going to want to move move out of London. Um, and that might simply be enough to keep to keep things moving. Yeah. And if you look at other trends, um, I was reading about this on the weekend, you know, such as in, say, Paris, that, that's that's kind of exactly what's happened. There's a lot of people have moved out. They're not sure if people are going to move back in again, because if, uh, you know, some of the rules stay in play around sort of social distancing for, for a period of time, which mm. which most of us expect to happen, then, you know, obviously metropolitan cities aren't going to be the the best places to be in terms yeah. of you know proximity to other people so if the working from home life is is seen as being quite a long-term thing now then people need to change their homes to provide that bit of space or just change their setups and if they're not paying to commute into London every day you know there's there's money will be spent differently um, and people will live their lives yeah. differently so all of that will potentially sort yeah, of have help an impact keep the ball rolling yeah, a possible counter to the people moving out of London thing, though, might be uh, a reluctance to use public transport as much. And of course, if they're moving further away from their job, they'd need to use public transport more. So perhaps we'll see if the working from home thing doesn't persist quite so much. Perhaps we'll see more people living close to where they work. I wonder if that will, will also be a, a, a demographic shift that, that happens. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And around here, it's going to depend what happens with Gatwick and if, you know, lots of the big airlines move out of Gatwick or, you know, it's just, there's just yes. so much unknown. Mm-hmm. Um, Gatwick's not looking very positive at the moment. No, no. And so Virgin said know. they're staying away, didn't they? Yeah. And I think BA are talking about the same. Um, but we do know that any any uncertainty impacts the housing market. Even if it's just a, a local election, things go quiet just before. So mm. uncertainty of this scale um, will have an impact. But then there'll be other aspects which will will push it along. So we'll see. Yeah, and that, and that was the frustration, wasn't it? When we last spoke, well, when we first spoke in March, that you know we were experiencing the Boris bounce because regardless of people's political views we've, we finally had certainty just you know just to yeah. exacerbate your point is that that's the thing is if we, when we've got certainty regardless of outcomes then people are more positive about making decisions and that's that's the challenge and you know as you've said I think <laughs> no one can really predict it it's just going to take time you know day at a time to see where we get to yeah yeah and I think there will be changes within estate agency you know there's a lot of push for the portals to reevaluate how they work and whether that's right move zoopla i mean right move is hugely expensive and has a huge monopoly and people are kind of rebelling against that um and so in this in the sort of functioning of estate agents i think there will be this will have forced hopefully some change um and we'll see a bit yeah we'll see the changes to how the portals are run just on that point have we seen any um, I mean, my experience of them is is small because I know we've got on the market and and Zoopla, mm. and I know there's probably a couple a couple of others. But are there any other new challenges entering the market because of this? Um, yes, there are. There are. Um, one is called Home Search, and they're looking. They had um, a system up and running before this, uh, which was quite new, um, and they're trying to br- bring in a. I don't think they're quite calling it a portal, but basically a portal um, to challenge <laughs> um, Rightmove and Zoopla and shift away from having a very high cost to estate agents. Um, because without a doubt, for me, like 
the right move fees are the highest monthly outgoing of, of everything. I mean, it just overshadows any other costs. Um, and so that will make a really big difference. I think in the, particularly in this period, if if somebody can have enough, gain enough momentum to be a real challenger, um, then I think that would be really good. And I certainly, as I say, I know Home Search is one. There's another one that I can't think of at the moment. Um, obviously, Zoopla are trying to come in and sort of push right move off their off their perch but um yeah. there's a there's you know a bit of rebellion against them as well at the moment in the estate page it's going to be tough isn't it because you know a zoopla right moves a, a bit like you know google you know if we, if we want to search something now we google it that they've taken the market on search and my feeling is well i think it's pretty obvious that right move has that and i i you know, shudder to think what percentage of people go to right move first, and it's got to be eighty percent plus that will go to their first or online to search. Absolutely. Well, actually, when I opened, I made the decision to go with right move alone and not go with Zoopla as well, because simply because mm. of the ramp up of costs and the number of clicks right move get. I can't. I'm not going to give you statistics. I'm going to get it wrong, but it is it, it vastly outnumbers Zoopla on a daily basis. You know that if anybody's looking, they will look on right move. So mm. it will it will yeah. take something pretty huge to to shift that because it's a mindset, as you say. You think looking for a house, look on right move, Google exactly that. Um, I, I think in March when we spoke, uh, you said that right move were thinking of doing some reduced fees for a little while mm. to help with help estate agents get through this this period. Did yes. that actually happen? And have any it other any did. other portals done that? Yes. Yep. They're they're in battles. Um, so Rightmove initially offered something like two hundred fifty pounds off a month. I mean, again, don't quote me. Um, and there was uproar because people are paying, on average, upwards of two thousand pounds a month. It was like this isn't going to be enough. And then they offered seventy five percent reduction for, I think it was for three months, three or four months. Um, Zoopla have come in offering all sorts of things like nine months free. And then if you sign up to an 18 month contract, but you have to leave right move. So there's been lots of sort of battles and kind of gentle, quite hard bribery going on to sort of (laughs) (laughs) buy you in. Um, And so, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm just watching and waiting. So home search had said they would produce something late May, but they've said it will now be kind of into June um because they want to get it right so i mean i think it's it what's good i think is having some serious discussions and some serious potential competition coming in because it will make the bigger portals who kind of can charge what they like reflect and if they are going to keep their customers they are going to need to do things slightly differently but right move themselves as sort of i spoke to them this week and they're saying you know they aren't sure how things will move forward you know what they're going to do with their fees how long they can keep reductions going because if we get a, say, a second wave of COVID-19 in a few months, they they need to be managing being able to sort of bridge across this long term as well. So it's not easy for anyone. No, I think that's coronavirus, isn't it? It's not easy for it's not easy for anyone. No, no. Right. Um, we're kind of getting close to uh, running out of time if we haven't already. But that's a bit of a down note to uh, to finish on. So uh, have either you got something nice and positive we can finish on instead? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it will pick up. Everything comes back round and there will be, hopefully. I mean, that's almost a down note. But also you're looking at from an agent's point of view, 
these these sort of portals are being challenged. We might have a new way forward. Working from home without an office is becoming more the new norm, um, which is really positive. Um, and it 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 hopefully will sort of help develop into a slightly new way of working, um, which will which will work and be positive in a good way forward. Yeah, the 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 more working from home and more working locally, I think, has has got to be good for for everyone for their their time, mm. their sanity, and and indeed the the planet as well. So, yeah. So yes, a, a, excellent thoughts. So I should talk to you more often. That's good. There you go. <laughs> dollops, dollops of positivity for you yeah. there, and. Uh... I, I wholeheartedly agree. I think you know, obviously, aside from the sort of humanity aspects of of this whole period, I think there's a lot of positives to come from it. You know, and we'll take a lot of learnings, hopefully, and, th- and a lot of things will improve as a result. Let's hope. Right, uh, you're you're better at the outro, Stuart. Do you want to take us out? Well, okay, so that that takes us to the end of uh, the podcast and as always, if you're enjoying the show, please do leave a rating review. Feel free to contact us. And for show notes and for all previous episodes, just go to thebusinessofproperty.com. Until the next time.